Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Love Talk Radio. Welcome to Truth About Trucking, live, hosted by Alan Smith, a 30-year OTR veteran, business entrepreneur, and motor carrier transportation consultant, specializing in assisting students and new drivers, and pushing forward to raise the standards of the trucking industry. And now, live from beautiful Citrus County, Florida, here's your host, Alan Smith.
CPM pay versus per diem pay, just just so much information being kept among veteran drivers, but nobody was really letting the new drivers know about the real world of over-the-road trucking. So that's kind of what we are all about um, in, a, in a nutshell there. And uh, I appreciate you tuning into our show this evening, the owner-operator spirit. Before, uh, before we get started here, Donna, I know you're uh, hanging out there. You had some uh, announcements you wanted to, uh, to give out, right? Oh, yeah, just a, just a couple little things, Alan. Um, just say hi to everybody out there. Um, I just wanted to mention that um, Danielle, uh, um, Drivers Alike and Trucker Strike 08, um, we want to congratulate her and Lee on uh, Santa Rose, who was born on 411, um, a little baby girl. Uh, however, Danielle, from what I understand, is in the hospital. I sent her a little message. I haven't heard back from her. Um, she's got some complications, so she's going to need your thoughts and prayers for her. Um, second, I don't know if everybody's noticed, but AskTrucker.com, uh, our blog, has a has a facelift. And we're working on that. Not all the pages are completed, but I think it's coming along really nice. And if you want to check it out, it's askthetrucker.com. Uh, for those who um, are writing about the new sponsorship page and advertising page that's up there, um, you know, just go to the blog and click on the sponsors link on the top, and you can read about the program and just download the PDF forms. Um, we are at the present time offering placement on askthetrucker.com, uh, our trucker app, the, the iPhone app that we have uh, on the driver's resource page, and uh, also on this blog talk radio show. So you can read about it um, on the blog, click on the sponsors link. Um, I have a funny little thing just to say tonight. You know, I was checking Twitter. Um, kind of look what everybody's talking about in the industry and friends and everything. And I, uh, I, I saw one from Trucker Desiree. I don't know, Desiree, if you're out there listening tonight or not, but uh, we did get a kick out of that tweet. Um, as you know, Desiree has realwomenintrucking.com and truckerdesiree.com. And one of her Twitter tags she uses is at Women Truckers. And when we were glancing over everything today, we saw she gave a, um, a shout-out to At Trucking Matters, who's the APA. And it went something like this. It was, At Trucking Matters, I would like to nominate Alan Smith of Ask the Trucker for exposing the truth about trucking. And, uh, and then it just, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I, I didn't, I wasn't aware of this. So, <laughs> So anyway, I, I, I saw it. So I clicked on the link and where it explained what it was, and it appears that um, the ACA is, is seeking nominations for their fourth annual Good Stuff Trucking Award um, image, and, and it, it's something like, let's see, the award honors those that creatively generate positive awareness of the trucking industry. So anyway, I just want to say thanks, Desiree. I thought that was really great. appreciate it. And uh, that's about all I have tonight. Um, okay. All right. I didn't know that. She kind of she kind of just uh, uh, keeps things going out there, doesn't she? Oh, yeah. She's, she's on it, I'll tell you. All right. Well, that's it? That's, that's all I have, Alan. Okay. Well, thanks. If uh, anything else pops up, just let me know, and I'll get you back on here, all right? Okay. All right. So uh, um have listeners on the line here. Our chat room is open. I think Donna will be kind of handling the chat room. So, um, um, yeah, it would be a good way for you if you would like to uh, have your website or banner up on uh, blogtalkradio.com slash truthabouttrucking. Just let us know. and. And uh, we're glad to look it over here. Blog Talk Radio gets um, over half a million hits a day, so they're massive. Uh, be a good way to get your message out there. So um, appreciate you listening and tuning in. Uh, glad to be here. And, and uh, I was given a little insight into uh, kind of what we do here and what we were all about. And, and as uh, time has gone on, we've we've uh, we've branched out in other areas of the industry. And and this evening is one of those times. And our show this evening, the owner-operator spirit, 
and uh, what keeps these men and women uh, going out there in such a tough business. Uh, I've, I've been an owner-operator myself, uh, 14 years to be exact, eight years in the household goods industry, and six years in the dry freight hauling business. And long-haul trucking is a tough business, even for company drivers. It takes a special breed of men and women to be a long-haul trucker. I've always said that. And in an industry that is as tough as OTR, what drives a person to jump in and take the bull by the horns and decide to tackle this industry as an owner-operator or as an independent contractor? Uh, You have the owner-operators who are in the business through one of the many trucking companies' lease purchase programs, which you've uh, heard me discuss before. And even though these drivers are technically owner-operators, they, in my opinion, are kind of kind of held ransom by the company or can certainly be held ransom by the company they're leased on with. The company provides the loads, and which can provide less stress on the driver from having to locate their own loads through a broker. So there's always a little pros and cons to, to all this. But, but what about the drivers who I like to call the true blue owner-operators, the those men and women who own their own equipment, uh, run on their own authority, and find their own loads. Uh, no trucking company that they are leased on with, they are 100% owner-operator, operating 100% with their very own business. And we've had our own company. It consisted of about five trucks. It was uh, it was in the moving business, uh, but it was up to me and Donna to find our loads, both outbound and inbound. Uh, we didn't have a company working to uh, provide us with loads. If we if we didn't find the loads ourselves, then there was no money coming in. And, of course, the bills kept coming in. So um, it's definitely a business. Um, owner-operator, independent con- uh, contractor, you are working a business. So uh, this it's not meant to take away any of the hard work and sacrifice by those uh, owner-ops leased on through a trucking company. They, too are responsible for every single expense towards that rig that they're operating. But they do have the company uh, providing the loads, and most generally they're operating under the company's authority, uh, which can be a good thing. And one factor that they have to deal with is competing against the company's company drivers as well. But if they choose to quit before their lease is up, um, can they take the truck with them? Uh, The answer is usually no. The rig goes back to the trucking company. Uh, I mean, they're hard workers and many of the same headaches that come with being an owner-operator. But what makes someone choose to do everything themselves, buy their own equipment, run on their own authority, find their own loads? Uh, answer to no one but themselves. The, uh, one, the 100% true blue independent contractors. And uh, out of the nearly... What is it, about 4 million truckers in the U.S., active truckers? Only about 9% are full-blown, true blue independent contractors, as I call them. So if they fail, they have nobody to blame but themselves. So what drives a person to grab the OTR trucking industry by the horns and choose to run everything themselves? Uh, I say it has to do with the entrepreneur spirit which helped make America what it is. So what do you think? Our call-in number is 347-826-9170. And I would like to hear from those owner-operators out there. Um, might be kind of tough to do. You're probably running down the road. But um, in today's economy and all the rules and regulations coming down, the low cost of freight, um, Everything that owner-operators are faced with today, um, if you're able, I would like to uh, hear from you on exactly how you are making it work in today's economy. And um, also, what is it that drives you to hang in there in such a tough industry and simply refuse to work for anyone but yourself? So it's the owner-operator spirit, our number 347-826-9170. And what does it take to be successful as an owner-operator in the trucking industry? And there are successful independent contractors even in today's economy. Uh, So we'd like to hear from you if possible. Uh, We've got some emails and a lot of emails sharing your stories with me and everything. And 
and it's a tough business. Um, uh, many will fail, but uh, many succeed. So what separates those two? What is it about them that uh, will make one succeed and one not succeed? And obviously, if you're leased onto the company, the company plays a big part, but uh, many CDL students and new drivers uh, look into the future as wanting to become an owner-operator. And for many, it, it's their dream. It's literally their dream. We get emails every day, and uh, nothing wrong with dreaming. Uh, but they have to know how to run a business. They have to understand what their break-even point is. They have to understand what their ROI is. There's just so many variables that one must know and understand to be successful in running their own independent contractor business. And if if you're a successful owner-operator, uh, how are you doing it? What do you do differently that is making you successful in this industry as an owner-operator or independent contractor? Uh, we'd like to hear your story. Uh, again, 347-826-9170 is our number. So the lines are open. And this is Truth About Trucking Live, and we will be right back to discuss the owner-operator spirit and what drives these men and women to forge ahead in an industry with so many obstacles against them. So we will be right back to take your calls, so stay with us. It ain't right, man, it sucks When the big old companies make a billion bucks On the backs of the working man Driving trucks and cars It takes 1,200 bucks to fill this rig While I'm stuffing the pockets of some big wig He don't care if I've maxed out my credit card The only trick I get for my truck Is the jack and the price when I fill it up like pumping my money down an endless hole What they gonna do when the big rigs don't roll Tell me what they gonna do when the big rigs don't roll Oh I don't need a college degree to figure out that they're ripping off me They get a big tax break and all I get's the shaft Insurance goes up if my credit is down If I sink any lower I'm gonna drown And I ain't getting no help from a bureaucrat, no The only trick I get for my truck is a jack in the price when I fill it up like pumping my money down an endless hole But what they gonna do when the big rigs don't roll Tell me what they gonna do when the big rigs don't roll If mama hadn't taught me the golden rule I'd tell those big wigs what to do With the nozzle on the pump where I get my gas but I'm a good boy and I won't do that Oh, the only trick I get for my truck Is a jack in the price when I fill it up Like pumping my money down an endless hole What they gonna do when the big rigs don't roll Tell me what they gonna do when the big rigs what they gonna do when the big rigs don't roll? Okay, welcome back, everyone. That was when the big rigs don't roll. A song written by Barry Allen and David Ayers, and performed by John Johnson. And you can download that little tune at Barry's MySpace page at myspace.com slash the song plugger. So uh, let's get to a caller. Um, have one here. Hey, this looks like uh, from my uh, home state of Oklahoma. So let me pull them up here. 
Uh, there we go, area code 918. Uh, welcome to the show. Go ahead. Hey, Alan. How's it going tonight? I'm good. How are you doing? Great, great. Hey, that's a great song, that guy's song. Man, that's, that, that, that's He does a good job, doesn't he? He does. Man, that was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I like that little tune. He puts a lot of passion into that. Yeah, yeah, he did. I'll tell you that. That's for sure. Um, Alan, one thought on what I, you know, I've sort of switched my business plan around a little bit. I, I haven't been there, haven't had a real hard time making it out here yet. But instead of uh, hauling these big old heavy loads for thousands of miles at one shot, I went ahead and switched over to trying to do little short hauls uh, with uh, lightweight short hauls. Mm-hmm. And what that what that does for me, that gets my fuel economy way up there. It don't put as much wear and tear on my truck and my equipment and everything else, and I'm still making just about the same money. There you go. Well, those are those are the kind of things that um, you know. I was talking about business sense. You know that an owner operator really has to have. So that kind of goes right along with that. Uh, just knowing what to look for and how to change your business model to make it more profitable for you, right? Right, right. You know, I'm just lucky enough to be leased on to somebody I can uh, work off a load board with, and I know what freight's out there and know what it pays, and you know, so we slow down a little bit and. Just running, just what we feel is enough to make the, you know, make a little bit of money and keep everything tight and all that. So that's that's what we're doing these days. Of course, you know, me and Jan, we're we've been out here for about ten years, and before that, we did run a, a pretty successful business. So you do have to know sort of what you're doing. Well, let me ask you, Jim. The, uh, I mean, do you see freight picking up at all out there? Because uh, I mean, I was reading a, a report that you know. Uh, not much, like two or three percent that it's picking up. Do you see any changes coming up that way? Yeah, I've seen about another. Uh, lately, it's been about, I'd say, close to twenty-five percent on my end of it. What's picked up? There's a lot really? more to choose from. The load boards, when they what they do, Alan, I'll look at them and it'll say uh, when I open the board up, it'll say so many loads available over the whole entire United States. Of course, Landstar has the same thing, but. Uh, I would look at the board and it'd say 700 loads available or 800 loads available. Well, lately I've seen 1,100 and 1,200, you know, around that area. Wow. Yeah. That's a good little jump. It is. Over last year, oh, last year was terrible. I was looking at the board last year, you know, I'd have six to 700 loads out of the whole United States to choose from. Wow. Yeah. Well, I was, I was with Landstar for a while. Man, I tell you, when freight was running real good, I'd look at that board, and uh, there'd be 1,800 to 2,400 loads every, you know, every day, posted every day. Average, I guess, is about 1,900. I looked on their board the other day just to get a look at it, you know, to see what the competition's doing. They had 550 loads about two months ago. Wow. And they've got a lot of trucks. Well, um, well, what you've been experienced in everything. How, uh, <coughs> excuse me. What would be, what would be your best advice for uh, these students and new new drivers coming up that are wanting to be an owner operator? What what kind of advice would you give them? Oh, the first thing they'd have to do, of course, is take a business class because this this ain't nothing about driving a truck. It's all about business. You know, there you begin go. with. For one, if you don't you don't have any business sense, you got no business being an owner operator. It's nice to own a truck and all that stuff and everything else, but I've seen so many people come into this industry and try to be an owner operator that they and they fail. Just yeah. for instance, I'll give you an example. One uh, one company was offering up a lease purchase program, and I did a I joined in with them. It was. Uh, when I went to class, there was 75 in my class and four other terminals through the country. There were about a total of 300, I would say, that one week. Well, they they sold and resold because the guys are turning back in and not making it about 4,000 times one year. Wow. Out of that 4,000 times, those trucks got sold and resold and everything else to everybody else. 
the projection this year is to sell 75 of them, to finish the leases up on 75 of them, and I'm one of them. Really? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So well, it's, <clears throat> I think you hear that a lot. I mean, I, I've asked a lot of owner-operators that same question, and it always comes, the, the, the top answer is always you got to have that business sense. And, you uh, do. And I think that's, and I, I know, that's that's what kills a lot of them. I know when I first started out, um, heck, I just thought, well, you buy a truck, and, boy, you, you know, you're going to really do well in this. Well, I I found out real quick, you know, through the school of hard knocks, that's, that's not the way it goes. No, no, not at all. I, you have to have experience not only, you know, knowing what the industry is about as far as, you know, brokers, shippers, uh, maintenance for your truck. You have to know a lot of that stuff. And the only way to get that is, you know, to actually drive a truck, try to keep track of your expenses even as a company driver. How much does it cost them to operate that truck, you know? Right. And what are they doing? And what what are the best freight lanes? And where's the Where can you pick the freight up at? You know, where, where are you going to get a good rate and where are you going to sit? And you get that by being the company driver for at least, I would say, two years before I even would think about becoming an owner-operator or buying yeah. a truck. Yeah, well, that's what, um, yeah, I was going to touch on that. You're just kind of sounding like an echo board here. That's what, uh, I mean, that's that's just good suggestions. That's what they all need to know. I mean, I, I, I've known some that will um, be driving for three or four months and, um Boy, they they just have that you know owner operator drive in them so much you know after yeah, three or four right. months man they'll jump into a lease and and uh, you know if they make it four or five months um, uh, you know they've lost their truck and everything else so um, right that's that's the key that everybody just says you know have got a business sense and get to know the business for a while before you jump in there with both feet you know. Right, take some kind of online classes or something, and you know, learn what learn about trucking, learn what a broker is, learn what a fuel surcharge is. You know, a lot of these people jump into these things, and the only thing they've done, they know how to operate a truck real well. You know, they get it from point A to point B without any incidents, and they see the money that the company's making on it. Well, they want to make that money too. They jump in there to do it, and they just don't have the knowledge to, you know, where to yeah. run the truck. You know what freight to look for, none of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Well, uh, well, all right. I appreciate the insight, and uh, um, I, are, I, I don't know. Are y'all made it home? Are y'all still out there running? Oh yeah, we're out. We're out running a little bit. We're up here in uh, uh, South Carolina. We're going to head up to Asheville and visit Jazzy and Lee, and then run down to. Uh, oh yeah, and Granny Moses. <laughs> no. And. Uh, Pick up a little old light load and head back down below uh, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. All right, yeah. well, good. Well, well, I'm glad that freight's picking up. That's uh, that's a really good sign. Uh, I've been reading a little bit about it, but you know, I like to hear from drivers who are out there and actually experiencing it. So that's a real good sign. Yeah, I've had a couple of uh, uh, 3,200 mile weeks just running these little short light hauls. I mean, it's freight's wow. really picking up on this on this end of it. Yeah. I, well, good. Man, we have. We we had a load to go Cala, but it got gone before I could get it booked. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe that's a blessing in disguise because sometimes Florida is hard to get back out of. No, not really. We freight picked up down there too. Usually we don't have nothing. I looked up the board. There were six loads coming back out of there that I could have got. Yeah. Oh well, good. Well, there you go. Well, that's definitely a good sign. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh yeah, freight picking up in Florida. You know something's going on now. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's almost a miracle. Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, uh, well, tell us your website again, Jim. Oh, it's uh, it's thekeystruckers dot com. Uh, www dot of course, and uh, I got I got some you know just a bunch of stuff on there what I've experienced and and uh, and done, and I need to add a little bit more on this topic, I guess, and all that. Well, well, it's it's a good site. We're on there, and you you put a lot of good information on there. So thekeystruckers dot com. So. Uh, um, we're we're going to be playing a, some of your wife's tunes anyway on the show, so <laughs> y'all right. y'all are part of this show as well as anybody else. Yeah, great. Well, be careful and drive safe. All right. I'll do it, Alan. Good talk, next buddy. Yeah, thanks, thanks. I appreciate you uh, appreciate you calling in. So, uh, so yeah, there you hear that a lot from the owner operators, and that's the key to being successful as an owner operator. We're 
We're talking about the owner-operator spirit and those small percentage of drivers out there like Jim and Jan who choose to be their own boss and run their own business in an industry as tough as OTR trucking. And, you know, I mentioned earlier that drivers who uh, become owner-operators through a trucking company lease purchase program, and there are some some good ones out there. There are. Um, but they often, has a, they often have the drawback of having to return the truck back to the company um, if they don't make it, like you just heard Jim say. Um, uh, they don't get to take the truck with them if they wanted to change companies, for instance, for a better opportunity. Uh, they're basically, uh, on the most part, stuck with the company that they're leased on with, and, and that's, that's pretty bad, don't you think? I mean, you've paid the truck payments for many months. Uh, you've paid for all the expenses on the truck just like it was your own. But if you want to change companies, uh, most of the time you can't. So was the truck really ever yours? And, and um, you know, again, this, sometimes this is the only option people have. You know, and it's total, totally understandable. I'm, I'm not, you know, putting anything negative on that. Uh, I've done it myself, too. Uh, I, I didn't have the money to buy a truck. I mean, I've, I've done trucking company lease, uh, lease purchases programs. So sometimes it's the only option you have. The key is doing the investigating and getting on with the right company who you heard Jim just say who has the freight and who has the right freight lanes. You know, these are the things you have to know. Um, uh, I mean, remember what happened to all those aero trucking lease owner operators. What a fiasco that was. Uh, The company shuts down and drivers who had been paying all that time on the truck, many of them had to return the truck back to the dealer. They lost all the money they put in that truck. I mean, it's absolutely it was terrible. So I, I want to tell you about a better opportunity. Uh, if your dream is to be an owner-operator, how would you like to lease a truck that really is yours, a truck that if you choose to leave the company you're with, you can actually take it with you as long as you have another company that you are leased onto? Because in this case, it really is your truck. And I've done a lot of research on this issue, more than you can ever imagine. And and I want to tell you about Lone Mountain Truck Leasing. They're located in the heart of America, right there in Pacific Junction, Iowa. And you can lease a truck for little down, affordable payments, and trust me, there are no hidden costs or fees in their lease agreement. And this is really an excellent truck leasing company. Lone Mountain Truck Leasing has one of the most simple and uh, fair lease purchase deals that I've ever seen. And unlike other companies in the industry, you'll know exactly how much you're going to pay for your truck before you even set foot on their lot. Uh, They don't have any application fees or mileage restrictions or balloon payments at the end of the lease. Uh, I can't stand those balloon payments. And most of their down payments are between Three and four thousand dollars, usually under four thousand, but between, between that, three and four thousand, and monthly payments are all around one thousand dollars or less, and depending, it depends on which truck you choose. Uh, but they also encourage every driver to have a third-party DOT and dyno inspection done on the truck when you come to pick it up, and if anything uh, isn't up to par. They'll make sure that it is fixed before you hit the road. So every truck that is 2005 and newer uh, comes with brand-new tires, drive tires, and a uh, one-year, 100,000-mile engine warranty included in the price. This is a good company. And the great thing about Lone Mountain Truck Leasing that sets them apart from everyone else is that there are no hidden fees or extra charges with their programs. Uh, You know, all those little... um, uh, little hidden uh, things there in the lease. They don't exist there. It's all up front. You can see it right there. And they are the only company that lists the entire deal on their website and all of their ads. And they actually spend a lot of time just convincing people that their deal is what they say it is. And uh, most people just can't believe that it's really as easy as they say. But, again, there's no balloon or buyout at the end of the lease you make the down payment, make the monthly payments, and when you make the last payment, you get the title to the truck. It really is just that simple. And I've read their lease, and I can tell you that once you make your last payment to Lone Mountain, you own the truck free and clear. So I just want to tell you here, if, if becoming an owner-operator is your dream, check them out at LoneMountainTruck.com. 
and that's Lone, L-O-N-E, LoneMountainTruck.com, or just give them a call at 866-512-5685, and be sure to tell them that you heard about them from Truth About Trucking Live. So there is some good information on a uh, leasing company that you can actually trust, and and they do what they say. They're a good company. So... Um, I went on pretty good about Lone Mountain Truck Leasing, but I, I want to get a point across here. What separates a successful owner-operator from a failing owner-operator largely has to do with how you run your business. You just heard that from Jim of the KeysTruckers.com, a successful owner-operator out there. And and being an independent contractor, you are running a business. Uh, when you talk to a successful owner-op, you'll discover that they know where every dime goes and where every penny is spent. And they can tell you immediately if a load is going to be profitable or if it's going to put them in the hole. And uh, think about it for a minute. Now, I haven't, had, I haven't had the time to crunch the numbers lately, but I'm going to say off the top of my head that today, uh, with a higher cost of fuel and the recession and all of that, that a driver today is uh, facing a break-even point somewhere, somewhere maybe around a dollar seventy-five, maybe sometimes close to two dollars per mile. I mean, any current owner-operator can set me straight if I've missed it, but I know that in 2009 that the break-even point was running around a dollar forty-nine per mile. But uh, and this can vary, of course, depending on what type of freight you haul, uh, what type of equipment you operate, your running lanes, all kinds of stuff. I know that. But off the top of my head, if the current break-even point today is somewhere around, let's say, $1.75 per mile, how in the world can you expect to make it as an owner-operator leased on with a trucking company that's paying you $0.99 cents per mile? I mean, the answer is simple. You can't. So... For all of you upcoming CDL students and new drivers who dream of running your own business as an independent contractor someday, uh, here's a little advice from little old Alan from what it's worth. And, and this is true really for any industry you're currently working in. Generally speaking, you simply can never make it financially working for the other guy. That, that's just my opinion. And, of course, there's exceptions. There's exceptions to every rule, but but most often – Within any phase of work, you will seldom ever make it working for the other guy. You uh, you may be able to pay your bills, maybe, but I'm talking about paying your bills and having something left over to enjoy life, something extra, you know, something above and beyond just living paycheck to paycheck, you know. And it can be done. You just heard from Jim. Uh, I believe they're leased on with a company, but they found a good company, a company that has freight, that has the right freight lanes that matches their uh, business model. Uh, so all these little things you have to know, so it can be done. But it won't be easy, and it won't happen overnight. It takes work. It takes dedication, and it takes perseverance. And most importantly, as I've said again, it takes leasing on with the right company that has the freight and miles to give you. And I believe that one of the best routes an owner-operator can take if they don't plan on running their own business 100% is to lease on with a company that is an all 100% owner-operator company, because with this business model, you won't be competing with company drivers. And trust me, you do compete with company drivers, no matter what the company tells you. And and I already know what many of you are thinking. Well, yeah, but I don't have $3,600 for a down payment. Well, believe it or not, coming up with a down payment is the easy part. And this is where the work, dedication, and perseverance comes in. As a new driver to the industry, you don't want to go right out and grab a truck and jump in your own owner-operator business. You just heard that from Jim, uh, a successful owner-operator. He just said the same thing. And I guarantee you that you will stand a 99% chance of failing. You have got to drive for at least three to five years first. Jim said three. I like to throw in an extra two uh, as a company driver. Learn what trucking is all about. Make sure it's something that you like. Uh, be certain that trucking is what you really want to do. I've known too many new drivers who, after six months, ran out and bought a $75,000 rig only to find out several months later that 
man, this OTR life wasn't their cup of tea, you know. And now they're stuck with a monthly payment that they can't afford. They lose the truck, and they lose their credit. And let me throw in something else, too, here. Um, when buying a truck, uh, cash is king. Always remember that phrase, cash is king. I'll give an example. When Don and I started our business, we were looking for a semi. We found a uh, 96 Freightliner condo, and uh, they wanted 25000 for it. Well, we'd been saving up and working hard to get the business going. They wanted $25,000 for the truck, and it was a good truck. We had it the whole time we had the business. And um, so 25000 was the asking price. Well, we walked up to them and said, we'll give you 14000 cash, and they took it on the spot. So keep that phrase in mind, cash is king. A $25,000 truck with a $25,000 price we walked away with it with 14000 So cash is king. That's one thing uh, important to remember here. But um, you know you're listening to Truth About Trucking Live. I say it how it is, and you've heard me say time and time again that these trucking company lease purchase programs, for the most part, are scams. I mean, they are, you know, uh, for the most part. Uh, uh, they are designed for you, the driver, to fail. And I don't care what anybody else says. They are a money maker for the trucking company. The uh, the first step in becoming a successful owner-operator, in my opinion, is to stay away from trucking company leases. And, again, there are exceptions. There are some companies that have good leases. Uh, I can probably count them on one hand, but they are. Um, but take, take control of your own truck through a reputable and honest company, just like uh, Lone Mountain Truck Leasing I was talking about earlier. And now I know you're saying again, but, Alan, I don't have $3,600 for a down payment. And I say, ha, that's the easy part. And I'm going to tell you how you can do it And um, because I know it works because I did it. Uh, I, this is how I did it, how I came up with my, uh, my first truck, so I know it works. Um, and I'm going to tell you how you can do it. As um, Howie Mandel says on Deal or No Deal, when we come back. You're listening to Truth About Trucking Live on Block Talk Radio. I'm Alan Smith. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. The sun sets down on the painted sky. It's always hard to say goodbye. Never leave your smile behind I take all of you with me The open road it calls to me The places I go, the people I see I bring everything they need And help the world to move along One mile down and a thousand more to go I carry the load down the road Shine, I weather the storm The pictures I keep up above Remind me of love back home I tell my son the faces I see The day to day they rely on me One day you will understand I help the world to move along One mile down and a thousand more to go I carry the load Thoughts of me by candlelight, they all bring me back to you. One mile down and a thousand more to go. And you know I'm coming back home. Take you everywhere that I go. I carry this load. Down the road, carry the load. 
former police officer and founder of attackthatticket.com. Support for attackthatticket.com has just been so overwhelming that I wanted to personally thank you. We have a simple message. Don't plead guilty as charged before you check our website or give us a call. Our website shows you the true cost of the fines, points, and additional penalties you can often receive from the DMV that the court doesn't tell you about. And when people call us and it doesn't make sense to use an attorney, we'll tell you, just pay the ticket. But when you need a lawyer, we really know how to put the law on your side. Look, I'm a former police officer. I've been there. I've used the radar, and I know that at certain times, it doesn't work. That's just something you can't learn in law school. When you use us, we charge one low flat fee. You never have to take off time from work. You never have to come to court. We'll do everything for you. So if you get a ticket, go to our website or give us a call toll-free at one 99 no ticks before you send it in. We'll tell you when you need us, and more importantly, when you don't. Thanks so much for your support. Attack that ticket. Yes, sir, you better attack that ticket. Anywhere in the state of New York, you get a moving violation, contact attorney Michael Palumbo at attackthatticket.com. And you just heard Rob Anthony with his tribute to truckers down the road at robanthonymusic.com. So we're back, Truth About Trucking Live. Thanks for hanging with me, guys. I appreciate it. And and I was talking about leasing your own truck to become an owner-operator and not go through a trucking company lease purchase program, if at all possible, and it is, by uh, contacting a reputable leasing company like Lone Mountain Truck Leasing. Uh, again, their website is LoneMountainTruck.com. But, but how do you come up with a $3,000, $3,600 or so down payment? I had the same problem starting out. You know, The guy said, well, just give us 3000 down and the truck's yours. And I thought, well, that sounds easy. Uh, but the problem is I didn't have 3000 And I had mentioned earlier that as a newcomer to the industry, uh, you don't want to just immediately run out and buy a truck. Uh, you heard Jim say this again earlier. You want to take a few years to learn the ropes and see if you're going to like it. I think spending about three years is a good idea, but, but it's an individual choice. Uh, I know many drivers who, after only a year, decided that trucking was for them. They liked it, and they leased on, became an owner-op, and, and made it work. So you'll have to decide if one year or three years or five years, whatever's right for you. It's kind of an individual thing. If you listen to the uh, veterans like Jim and so many others out there, they're probably going to tell you you're going to hear the same answer. Uh, usually give, give it about three years because there is a lot to learn in this OTR industry. So uh, let's look at your first year of driving, and your goal is to become an owner-operator. You have to look at that first year as a means of learning everything you can about OTR. Talk to other owner-operators. Investigate trucking companies that you're interested in leasing onto. Or if you're uh, wanting to run your own contracting business, learn about your own authority. Investigate freight brokers, freight lanes, load boards, just everything you can about the industry. One one pitfall that catches a lot of owner-operators is not watching their expenses close enough. Uh, they, can, they can add up just so fast before you even realize it. There are a lot of owner-ops who uh, send profits down the drain simply by playing all of these video games at the truck stops. That was never one of my problems because I don't play games. I, I, so I, I kept that money in my pocket. And... and I understand they have to get out of the truck. They have to, you know, have some kind of enjoyment time. That's not what I'm saying. But, man, I've seen them just, I've seen those video games just suck money right down the drain. And the owner-operator is, is like, you know, man, I don't have my truck payment. Well, I wonder why. This, this is where the business sense comes in. You're running a business. You've got to keep that in mind. Um, eating out three meals per day at these places can rack up a huge grocery bill. 
I mean, think about it. Just just grabbing a cup of coffee in the in the morning will cost you at least a buck. So two cups of coffee per day, and you're spending sixty bucks a month just on coffee. And, and you can easily spend one hundred twenty-five, one hundred fifty dollars per week on meals and and miscellaneous items. That's an easy six hundred dollars every month. Easy. So get yourself a fridge or cooler for the truck. Buy yourself one of those little coffee makers before you head out. And uh, stack up on groceries and miscellaneous stuff from Walmart or wherever. And make make your own meals and coffee and things from your truck. It's easy to do. And and what I always did was, instead of eating three meals per day at these expensive truck stops, I made my own meals. And then usually, once a week, I treated myself with a hot meal from my favorite restaurants like uh, like the Iron Skillet or water, whatever. You know, it was kind of my my um, prize, you know, for going going the week on uh, whatever I had in the truck. So that's kind of how I treated myself. So, but by doing this. I easily saved three to four hundred dollars per month, and this is how you come up with the least down payment for your first year out on the road as a newcomer. Um, the money you save from not eating out, not playing the video games, not grabbing that cup of coffee here and there. Uh, this is how I did it, and um, takes a lot of dedication, takes a lot of willpower, but this is how I came up with my down payment. Um, you take $100 every week and place it in an envelope. I mean, it's, it's, it sounds simple, but it can be pretty tough. I mean, you've got to set it aside and not touch it. But that's $400 a month. And you do this, and in nine months, just nine months, you'll have your $3,600 for that lease down payment. Before your first year is up, you'll have your down payment. Now, if you want to go the full 12 months, then you stick $75 in an envelope every week. And in one year, after your first one year on the road, while you're running the road for that first year, you'll have the cash needed to go and get your own truck at the end of the year. But this, again, is where the dedication, perseverance, and commitment comes in. Uh, so there's really a, one question that I always ask people who uh, are asking me about these things, and that question is, how bad do you want it? Um, that's really what it comes down to. How bad do you want it? If you, if you can't put aside $75 a week, then you probably need to change companies. And if you look at it in a different way, at $0.33 cents per mile, that's only running 227 miles. So the first 227 miles you run at the beginning of your week uh, in a short 12 months that's like working only about three and a half to four hours per week to end up with that truck that you would eventually own. Um, it will give you that down payment for that Freightliner or Volvo or Kenworth or Peterbilt, but you have to have that mindset. You have to have that mindset of an owner-operator, of a business person, because remember, becoming an owner-operator or an independent contractor is a business. It's your business. So, again, how how bad do you want it? And um, you know we said on this you know owner operators face a lot of struggles with their desires to be independent. Uh, that entrepreneur spirit that I touched on earlier, uh, faced with new regulations and policies at almost every turn, it seems. And uh, just look at the new clean air mandate on truckers at the Los Angeles port. A uh, new report out shows that the Port of Los Angeles is a program to to cut the truck emissions by 80 percent by 2012 is not sustainable because independent truck drivers, uh, many of them, cannot afford to maintain newer and environmentally cleaner trucks. Um, the report found that the average port truck driver in Los Angeles and Long Beach makes 10 to 11 bucks an hour while maintaining a new truck cost about $8,500 a year. So that's 70% more than the drivers reported paying before adopting clean trucks for the program. So a lot of things you have to face as, a, as an independent contractor or owner-operator. They face the high cost of diesel fuel, high brokerage fees. Uh, even a blown tire is going to set them back three to 400 bucks. So many hurdles to climb for owner-operators and independent contractors, and, and yet – they are still out there, 
And this is why you must, without question, look at your owner, uh, ownership as a business, because it is a business. Uh, again, you have to understand what your break-even point is. You have to understand your ROI, often overlooked by uh, new owner-operators. Uh, understanding business concepts such as um, variable expenses and fixed and mixed expenses and contribution margins and, and all this kind of stuff. It all sounds kind of scary, but this is what makes an owner-operator successful, understanding that they are running a business and treating it as such. You heard Jim from uh, the keystruckers.coms. Uh, he gave good advice, uh, take a business course. But that's how a successful owner-operator makes it in this business. They take it seriously enough where they will actually go and take a business course. And so that that was good advice. And and um, in my opinion, don't try to do your own taxes. Pay the, pay the money to have a competent CPA who is knowledgeable in the trucking industry. That's That's really important because... There are so many deductions missed, I assure you, by accountants who have no idea or knowledge of the trucking business. So uh, will you have challenges? Uh, sure. And could it be tough? Absolutely. But if you have the mindset and the determination, dedication, business sense, and quite frankly the will to make it happen, then go for it. Just, just remember, if you're going to lease onto a company, do your homework. The company you lease to can make you or break you, and uh, if becoming your own, uh, if you're going to, if you're going 100% independent contractor, uh, find that broker you can trust, or better yet, become your own broker and establish your own customer base. There's uh, so many avenues you can take to make sure you succeed in this owner-operator business. Have, have a few customers already established. If you're going to be a 100% contractor, all of this takes work. I mean, there's no doubt about it. And uh, believe it or not, there are avenues out there that can make you successful. So um, want to be your own broker and have your own customer base? And instead of uh, paying the broker fee, wouldn't you rather keep that amount of cash in your own pocket? Uh, it's just another alternative, something to think about to become successful as an independent contractor. It takes it takes work. It takes dedication. Uh be your own broker. Just an idea I like to throw out there. And and uh, one guy who can help you get there, uh, the best man in the industry, is Jack Martin of A1 Freight Broker Training. He'll teach you everything you need to know about becoming your own freight broker. But but then it's up to you to do the work because you see that there's always work involved in being your own boss and running your own business. But, but, uh, but check it out. It might be easier than you think, and that is an excellent way to establish success in your business. Be your own broker. Establish your own customer base. Uh, so check it out, a1freighttraining.com. And um, things like this you can do, and you can succeed in this business. So um, it's tough out there, but um, I was surprised to hear how well the freight was picking up. And I, I don't like to... Uh, just take information from websites or from organizations because there's, there's always a little agenda involved in there. But you heard Jim, what was it, like 25% increase in, in, in freight out there he was looking at? So that's, well, that's pretty good, and that's a good sign. So uh, I was glad to hear that. But, but uh, anyway, so there's some of my thoughts for uh, owner-operator and owner-operator spirit, the entrepreneur spirit. And uh, many, many fail, but many make it. And uh, as you heard Jim say earlier, really the the biggest key in making it as an owner-operator is understanding business. And uh, you don't have to become a CPA. Just have one who understands the trucking industry. Uh, boy, the first CPA guy I had years ago, I was kind of an idiot anyway. I didn't know what I was doing. I just, I just got a truck and took off and thought I was going to make it big. Uh, the accountant I had had no clue what trucking industry was about um, just missed a, a lot of deductions so that's that's really really important these are the kind of things you can talk to owner operators learn about and this is why you need that first year or two or three to learn the business and and understand it before just going out and grabbing a big rig and don't don't go out and buy a $75,000 rig with all the bells and whistles uh, you're going to lose you're going to lose right off the bat. Uh, there are a lot of trucks out there 
good trucks in the fifteen to twenty-five thousand dollar range. Just just a good work truck. Um, but you can make it if you do it right and keep the business sense. So uh, thanks for tuning in and hanging out with me this evening. Our uh, our next show will be on Wednesday. April 28, 2010, at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, CSA 2010, 40 Questions, 40 Answers, where I'm going to try to take the top 40 questions and discuss the 40 answers concerning the FMCSA Safety Initiative, CSA 2010, a special two-hour broadcast, and so I hope to see you there. And remember, what keeps those owner-operators and independents running is that entrepreneur spirit. So hang in there, and we wish you all the best of luck. So um, what else? Jazzy Jordan, still running across America. Check her out at runwithjazzy.com. And donate to her cause. All donations goes to the St. Christopher Truckers Development and Relief Fund. And you can donate just 99 cents and receive a cool song download for it. How's that for a deal? Plus, helping out a great cause. So uh, just go to runwithjazzy.com and download the Thank You Jazzy song uh, performed by Jan McCarter of thekeystruckers.com. So only 99 cents, and every penny goes to the St. Christopher Relief Fund and helps 16-year-old Jazzy Jordan, 16 years old, continue her run across America. So here's Jan McCarter with Thank You Jazzy, and until next time, for Truth About Trucking Live, I'm Alan Smith. Drive safe, and thanks for listening.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.